it's time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. Yeah. We are here in the building. Word up. Uh, yeah. We are in the spot, in the place to be, in your ear canal. Again, another week. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, my brother. There you go. Yes, sir. Good to hear that, brother. Good to uh-huh, hear that. Uh-huh. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. I can't complain. I mean, I could, but nobody listening. I mean, that's the typical black thing You know to say. what I mean? Shit. You know. But I'm kicking it, man. I'm chilling out. Uh, what am I doing? Not regular, regular, everyday shit. Nothing so crazy. <laughs> I wish I could just hit you with an opening story, but I have nothing at the moment. Regular, regular. <laughs> I am chilling, chilling, <laughs> man. Uh, what's right, up with you? Hey, right, nah, man. Uh, just got back from the A. Oh yeah, yeah. you went to the One Fest? No, nah, actually, uh, I didn't. That's really? a shout out to Jason Carter who went to find you with us. Uh, he created that. Yes. Yeah, oh, shout festival. out to him. I mean, and and it's his tenth year. It's it's huge. It, it was probably his best year. Oh, I didn't know it was the tenth year. Yeah, it's his tenth year. And I mean, you know, I always, every time he pop up on my social feed or every time I see him, you know what I'm saying, I always get that man his propers because he did it against the grain. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like when Atlanta was hot Atlanta mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, it was AG and the big, the big super clubs right. and the bottles and BMF and all that shit. He was doing like the soul nights and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the DJ Jamad type of right. vibe mm-hmm. nights and shit and then, um. When he started one music fest, it was like, it was you know what I'm saying it was kind of counterculture to yeah. to the pop culture, right. and he grew that shit. Now it's like thirty thousand strong, Dope. you know what I'm saying with with all kind of art, and it's not even like he got a Coachella like Beyonce is there, or nothing like that. But it's still like the way he put it together and, and curates it, him and, and whoever the team is, the way they curate it, it gives everybody enough to to you know what I'm saying to celebrate. And come together and do it, you know. Yeah. So I always tip my hat to the man. Shout out to Jason Carter yeah, on the One Music Fest. Him. But no, I wasn't there. I had to come back. <laughs> homie DJ Sense was DJing at the One Music Fest. I thought about fucking with it. I'd heard about it. it. Looked like it was lit. I'd never known it was ten years old. Shout yeah. out to that. Yeah, it was ten years this year. Because, it, like I said, it was it was a counterculture type of thing. It was like Janelle Monet when before right. she was Janelle Monet, Monet. Right, you and to that man? point, yeah. Nah, shout out to DJ Jamad too, because that's a that's a wow. He took it back. Yeah. Jamad definitely is his own vibe. But to that point, I don't know if I would. I it could be. I mean, probably is. But I don't think it's that far of a risk to say Atlanta's the ki- the capital of not only Black mainstream culture but Black counterculture a exactly. lot you know what i mean they've been exactly. that for years and years and years for, for, yeah for super long shout yeah. out to joy and you know what i'm saying all what she was doing yeah. in dallas austin what he was doing outside of just his pop hits oh, funk jazz cafe yeah. and shit like that so yeah so i want to say that jason was part of that in the beginning okay. i think that's where he started i don't want i don't want to lie yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was the same he vibe. know where he started you know what I'm saying? it was the same it was alone those was same lines, and I think he was down with that shit and then split off. I think it split off into yeah. two directions. Why? And uh, Jason, he started uh, Soul Fusion. That was his shit. Okay, I remember Soul that. Soul Fusion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Just a little neo soul moment, you know what I mean? Fusion, yeah, <laughs> a little fusion. And, and you know what I'm saying? And, and it was like, it's like you said, and it was in between like the counter counter culture mm-hmm. and the big mainstream shit. Right. But it, it was a nice vibe, and, it, and he always stayed true to it. He didn't waver mm-hmm. and try to be one thing. You know what I'm saying? He was doing the lounge shit before the lounge shit became the shit to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. It's always good to see, you know what I'm saying, a pioneer, persevere, you know what I'm saying, stay true to his vision and then make it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's a shout out to Jason Carter. Shout out to that man, congratulations. Word out. Yeah. So you were in Atlanta though, but you were I was in Atlanta for a Bombay situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was that? That was kind of dope because, you know, I've been saying for a couple years that the photo booth has taken over the event. That is the event. That now, is right? the event. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Just it's a like backdrop. Right. So now some of these marketers are catering to that. You know what I'm saying? So how you have like Candytopia and uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, whatever the room shit and you know what I'm saying? Instagrammable yeah. spaces. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? You open the restaurant, it better be Instagrammable. You know mm. what I'm saying? Cause that's what people come take their picture. Right, your food need to be Instagram. food need to be, you need a backdrop, a good backdrop for them, you know right. what I'm saying? Somewhere where you can do a good selfie with good light. A little sign or something. You know what I'm saying? A little sign with, you know, a little foliage, a mm-hmm. fake, a fake uh, bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How they had them fake bush walls. Yeah. So, basically what Bombay did was they, um, <clears throat> They created the the spaces within one big space, and and kind of took everybody who came through through a little uh, immersion of, you know, the things that make up their brand, their product. Okay. So and it it was like the it went through all your senses: sight, smell, taste, touch. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you go in in one part, you know, you walk through this, it's almost like a forest, but it's like these ribbons and shit with their colors, but then it had like the herbs and shit that they use in mm-hmm. it, hanging from it, you know what I'm saying? So you walk through that, and then they give you a presentation on the herbs, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They talk it to you, you know what I'm saying, over the speakers and shit. Then you go in the next spot, and then they have all the- smell, you can smell the herbs and, and smell, all that? so okay. it's like they had these, uh, you know, like the little like vaporizers, Oh, okay. un, un, under these glass things, and you could see the smoke is coming up, and then you yeah. lift it up, and then you could smell that particular spice okay. that goes into it. So it's like, I guess, 12 spices or whatever. Uh-huh. And then from there, you go into another room, and mm-hmm. then you could taste it. And then you had to, you know, you had um, <clears throat> you had a host that's kind of walking you through the taste and what it is. And then you go into the next room, it's the big party. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and then you know, and then you go in there. It's a big party. You drink in, da da da. And they did it in two parts. They did it one like was the regular consumers, and then they did the first half with just bartenders. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like bar owners and bartenders and shit. So it was pretty dope to to watch a brand kind of sell itself to you know the people who are going to be using it and the people who are going to be selling it. Right. And people who already know what it is. So how do you sell something to somebody who already knows what your thing is? So you got to go deeper. So about to the bartenders? Or yeah, to, to the, the bartenders. Like, you know what okay. I'm saying? So like, it ain't like Bombay a new drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like, you know, the new watermelon Ciroc. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's been Have around. you had that yet? 
Nah, but I heard it's dope. It's, it's official. <laughs> and they already moved on now to fucking uh, Grape Syrah. I've been telling <laughs> you this shit. For the fall, shit. for the fall. Fucking high, high-end quarter waters. No but, uh, but keep going. But you know what I'm saying? So Bombay been around. I know I've seen old people drinking that shit from since I was a kid. Yo, Bombay and grapefruit juice. If you, know you haven't done it, do that. That's official. I I'm not even a gin I head, but that, with the gin, that takes it. That takes the edge off the gin, and it's crisp. It's a good summer drink. I think I've talked about it here before. Mm-hmm. Greyhound, I think it's called. But go ahead. So, you know what I'm saying? It was interesting to watch them do it, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and to see the people's response. And to see how, you know, just even, you know, you got grown people who are in the business going to the spaces and self doing the selfies and taking pictures, posting them and saying, so it, 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 it works. It's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying, the fried chicken of experiences. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Motherfuckers gonna do it. No matter how sophisticated, no right. matter how, you know what I mean? So that's always interesting to watch because you know, as, a, as a marketer myself, and you know what I'm saying, to have ideas and, and plans and dreams and shit, sometimes you you don't do shit because you're like, oh, that's, come on, people not like, right. That's just way. That's too simple. Right. But you get in that room, motherfuckers do that shit. They have fun. You can't be yeah. jaded. Yeah, they yeah, have a good time. Saying? They having a good time and shit. Sometimes all you need is a pretty picture. That's it. It's proof. You know what I mean? That's what that shit be. And I'm sure you know on a certain level. I guess on a certain level, it's uh, it's two. It's one. It's appreciating the bartenders. You know what I mean of the area, and then at the same time. You kind of indicating who the cool bartenders is by being in the mix, cause right. there's a bartender that got FOMO right. at the house. Right. Yeah. I didn't get Definitely. that luck. Definitely. And then it's, it's weird because you know, son, they was always like, yeah, you know, the bartender culture in Atlanta is real small. It was like that's something you never think about. Right. I never thought about the bartender culture. culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it was weird because. After we went to the bar, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, around my homeboy John's way. And it's a little spot, Little Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been there before. But then, at a, it's like a, what's this? This is a Thursday night? It's a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's getting late. You know what I'm saying? It's about five, six people at the bar. And How shit. big is the spot? A little small spot? It's a spot? little small spot. Probably okay. like a, a 150 people spot. Okay. But it's, a little, but it's like a little small bar. Yeah. And um, and three out of three out of five of them motherfuckers was bartenders coming from other bars to see uh, their friend. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... So you could see it in real life, some shit that I wasn't even, I would have never paid attention to. Wasn't even hip to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, damn, that's some crazy ass shit. Like, the bartender life. That's their little after hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, a nice little story. Yeah, it's like, you know, you know. All of that, all of them, you know, we always talk about that shit, but all of those little subcultures that uh, seem to be hidden to the naked eye, you know what I mean? Right. Until you in it or you, right. you uh, engage with it, that shit is totally, it's right under your nose, right. but you didn't even, you would never know. Right. Man, that shit, is, it's kind of fly. Yeah, it, it's, it's always weird like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, first, when we used to go to Atlanta back in the day, and we used to go bowling like late at night, like yeah. four or five in the morning and shit. Damn. And the whole, bar, the whole bowling alley has turned into strippers getting off work. Right. Drug dealers. Right. And the gay community, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the whole, that's like a Waffle House. That's the, yeah, but it's like a big ass, Bowling alley, like, right. like all the regular people leave, and then the night, the people of the night come in. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like this, yeah. like it, this motherfucker's getting up to go to work right now. Right, and these motherfuckers is is you know doing a nightcap, having it cracking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit is dope. 
Oh man, that should sound fun though. Sound like a good time out there. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Hey. I made my flight this time. Last time I missed my flight. Oh yeah. On that old early ass six o'clock flight. You missed your flight and you was sitting there though, right? Wasn't you? Nah, 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 nah. Oh, okay. I never missed my flight sitting there. I did that once. I missed my I flight did. sleeping. <laughs> I, did, I don't know how that happened. Did I miss the shit? Oh, I damn near missed it. It felt like they was boarding on the low. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my fucking, I didn't see nothing happen. Then I looked and it was like, yo, boarding is about to be over. I had to jump my ass on there. I'm almost positive. I forget what it was. It was an early flight? Nah, I don't know what it, it was a connected flight. You was tired or something? Nah, I think it was one of those days. Sometimes you get the connected flight and then the, the, they tried, they switched the gate like two or three times and mm. delay it and now, no, no, we over here. That ain't the gate no more. That was gate seven. Right. You still at gate 14. That was two right. gates ago. Right. Nigga, somebody should have told you, you at the Raleigh gate, you try to get to New York. Right. And you look up like, oh shit. And you know, you try to charge your phone or you listening to whatever. You try to <laughs> try not to be in the airport when you in the airport. And uh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, my, but, shit, my shit was. You know what I'm saying? Didn't charge my phone. Set your alarm. To that PM instead of the nah, AM? The shit, the oh, shit by the time it get there, you dead. I thought, uh, I'm thinking, I ain't using this bitch. I got, what, 12%? I'll make it. Yeah. Shit. You know what I, I appreciate about the older iPhones? Um, speaking of that, when your iPhone die, that shit feel dead. Like you know that little that little mouse but that little home button when what that you shit say, the old iPhone the older I mean not the new I mean, the new that's approved, what I got I got that's that what one. I got I got one with a home button when you got a home button it's an old iPhone yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, one yeah, of the first yeah, indications yeah. so I got a you know but when that shit when that shit go dead that shit is it what is that little state where they not catatonic but where they go rigor mortis yeah, your iPhone is like you're like oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> Serve me well. Your iPhone be dead to the motherfucker. You <laughs> yeah, gotta get real. some help for that shit. It's over. But uh speaking that's of that, which, that's the little life they throw into these little yeah. technology pieces. What do they call that shit? They call there's a haptics. Right. Haptics or whatever. But anyway, uh speaking of the old iPhone hustle, they got the newest and the new ones, they got the eleven, the eleven pro, the eleven pro max, and I think the regular eleven. <laughs> And if I'm not mistaken, the 11 regular, that's like the little C, remember these have the C-class iPhones mm -hmm. with the different colors? I think those are 700 to start. And then the Pro and the Max starting at a G. Mm -hmm. I mean, that ain't new. It ain't new, but it's like goodness. And then the funny new. shit is now they added with another they added another fucking camera. So now there's three, right. the shit's starting to look like, you know you go to the Jamaican parties with the sound system, it's a little right. sound clash. Right. That's what the back of your iPhone gonna look like, a wall of speakers. Yeah, I'm mm. in the market, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure, I haven't even, I didn't watch the uh, the press release today. Yeah. Um, I was actually in the Apple store mm -hmm. this afternoon and heard, overheard them talking about the, the uh, date. But okay. I, I didn't I didn't go look. I saw, you know, the chatter about the three cameras and shit like that. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I shit, I, I think Apple got me they got me in a situation. I'm I'm in tune for everything. Now I need a new desktop, laptop, phone. I'm yeah. Yeah. So I'm fucked up out here. They got you. They got <laughs> so, you. They got me too. And I hate it. I hate so, it. I want some cooler shit to come so, through. So I'm like, I'm glad there's a drop. 
but not glad. So that you can I justify got it. it yeah, you know what I'm saying? But not glad it's that necessary. I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not glad that I got to do it. Yeah. But I'm glad that there's a drop yeah. when I have to do it. Right, 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 right. That's true. Because you, know you, you don't want to cop heavy. Right. And then the drop come two weeks later right. or three weeks later. Because right. after the two weeks, they don't respect it no more. I think in two weeks, you could kind of say, hey, yo. Right. I know y'all was dropping that. I need to double back. They'll say, all right, true. All right. So, you know what I'm mm. saying? So I'm in that era, like, oh. I've been feeling that way with the MacBook, uh, the MacBook Pro. I, I'm, it's about time for me to update it. They've updated the MacBook Pro a couple times, but nothing crazy. The biggest thing they've been doing, in my estimation, is they put that touch bar on there, mm -hmm. which I've been hearing is just a gimmick. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not anything uh, technology-wise much of an upgrade than the one that I got. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't wanna, I feel like, and I kinda feel like they, they fucked up, not fucked up, but I feel like they might not have got as much traction as they wanted to out of this pro, so they might throw another one out. Mm -hmm. So I'm kinda holding on. Right. But I've been holding on for a couple seasons, so I don't know, I don't know who, <laughs> we're playing chicken right now. Right, I don't right, know who right. going, who going to drop first. And, and it's crazy, cause like in my case, you know what I'm saying, with video, yeah. I gotta max my shits pretty much out. As far as like the MacBook Pro, especially, right. you know what I'm saying. Do you do your video? You do your video on a on a desktop though, desktop right? Desktop mostly, but then when you're on the road, you know what I'm saying. You gotta do it on the spot. You yeah. gotta do it on the spot. And then you know, like right now, my desktop is on the Fritz. Mm. I gotta do it on a laptop. Right. And then you know what I'm saying. That shit is lacking. Like, hey man, hey, I I, I ain't for all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like shit. I just tried to put uh, Adobe Premiere on my joint. I downloaded it, you know, mm -hmm. to try it out. That shit won't even open on my shit. <laughs> well, it took a long time. <laughs> that shit was, it was taking a minute. I forgot it was, yeah, so we'll you know see. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I don't know if it's the upgrade that <sighs> they got my shit slowed down, but all of a sudden. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my shit is doing. like, brother, <laughs> you do. <laughs> the new iPhone. The fever don't feel like it used to be. Nah, you know too I mean? many of them. There's so many drops. Celebs, this is Jordans. You know what I'm saying? This is way more expensive Jordans. That'd be crazy if we, and I'm sure this will happen. And I'm sure it's already happened for the fucking, the, the physical media nerds. Mm -hmm. But after a while, old iPhones, retro iPhones are gonna be in uh in demand you know Amen. what i mean flipping them outfitting them you know what i mean like people fl i'm trying to tell you i right. can see you know i see how this shit go I'll be so when it happened you know i'll be that. looking at my goddamn um razor like shit when it's gonna come back in style not when it's, it should look like it's in style yeah. but you know what i'm saying when you try to charge that bitch up then you realize hey this shit ain't <laughs> This ain't what it is. This ain't what it's gonna you be. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it looks slick. I would rock that bitch right now. If Razor I could, was a flower. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I shit in good condition? It look good. It's the black, the black one, too. That's you a, know what I'm saying? That's a good, uh, if we had to follow through, <laughs> all, the, all the producers, you know what I mean? No, no shots at our producer. We got a producer, but we had some producers in this motherfucker. We could do some shit. Well, we could do some shit if we wanted like to do. It would be a cool little, uh, what do you call it, like a bracket system or just a little, like a retrospective of the dopest cell phone silhouettes over the last 20 years. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. There's a few pieces. Yeah, you know, you got pieces. your StarTac, you got yeah, your, your Razor. The Razor came through. Razor was really the new StarTac. 
Without yeah. the fat back battery. Yeah, it had that same attitude. Yeah. You know, I guess you got to keep that time port going on, even though that wasn't pretty, it wasn't a phone, per se. Nah, it wasn't a phone. And so you can't, I mean, that's that. I mean, time port was in the league of its own. Motorola fucked up. They had the game on smash. BlackBerry had a nice little run, too, and they had some nice little silhouettes. Yeah. They had some nice, they would have, they would have. Blueberry, remember the Blueberry? The blueberry was fire. <laughs> that, was the, that was the shit to have. It was like, oh! The Blueberry still connect. Yeah, out of country. Uh, what else? Anything we missing? I don't really look at any of them Galaxy phones. Who? Galaxy? I don't really Which look phone? at them. Who's the Galaxy? Yeah, the Samsungs and all of that, oh, the yeah, Androids yeah, yeah. and all of that. Y'all do nah, that. We're going to skip all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, you know. Who else? I mean, the, the original brick. Um, oh, the old school drug dealer joint? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's classic and iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then there was a whole slew of fucking phones in between once they started. Sidekick. Yeah. Uh, Sidekick. sidekick was Sidekick a phone or no? Yeah, it, it was, was a just phone. A, it was a phone. Okay, Sidekick. But it was weird to use. The, That's when people started using the headphone shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The Sidekick was a weird phone. Right. It had that nice little flip out. I never had a Sidekick, but I. I saw it from afar. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. It felt more toyish than, it definitely, than, uh, than uh, Time Port. Had a little video game vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, shit, once I got my uh, my Razor, I was straight. I had the Silver Razor first, then mm-hmm. I got the Black Razor, mm-hmm. then the iPhones came out. Yeah. I went from the Razor to the, well, I didn't go, I did not jump in the iPhone era of the first generation. Yeah. Because AT&T played me. Oh yeah. I was on the phone, iPhones came out and shit. I'm on the phone with AT&T. We going through this shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, they had all these kind of checks and shit for you to get the iPhone and shit, all kind of credit checks and blase skip. So we went through all that. I was on the phone with these motherfuckers for about an hour. And then we got down to the last shit. He was like, okay, everything's good, da 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 da, just need your address to ship it to. Gave my address. Oh, no, can't send it to you. That yeah. your neighborhood's been redlined for fraud or some shit. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Redlined for fraud? Shit just, how is redlined for fraud? This shit just came out. Today. You know what I'm saying? Two, <laughs> that shit like last week. Line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers. So he was like, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. You're going to have to go in the store. And da, 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 da. Damn. Like, you couldn't have it sent to the office? I wasn't at the office no more. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't had no other shit to send it to. But I was so mad. Yeah, that's why. You know what I'm saying? That you know what I'm saying. I was I was being discriminated against, and you know what I'm saying. They had Ooh, wasted all my motherfucking time. We were on the phone for all these hours, for an hour, going through all this shit, nigga, double checking all my history and all this shit, and the just of you to tell me you can't send it to me. I boycotted that shit for a long time. I ain't had no iPhone to shit four iPhone 4, mm. I think, I think it was 4. Yeah, I don't remember my first iPhone. And I had all late. Apple products. I didn't, yeah, well I didn't get the iPhone early or cause I didn't, I didn't jump all the way. I'm, you know me, I'm not the, I could see it coming. I'm the reluctant early adopter. <laughs> I, I, I respect what y'all doing, but, I see y'all adopting. Not yet, you know what I mean? And then it was still, BlackBerry was still kind of running a little bit. Yeah, BlackBerry still had a run. That's what I went back to. I just went back to a BlackBerry. I think, did the, because the the iPhone always had the touch screen from the door though, right? Or no? Yeah, that's what it was all about. That was the whole thing, right? Yeah, I forget which app, which iPhone was it that I, uh, that I got in on. 
but uh yeah once you get in it was a red that i think actually i might have got a second hand iphone that got i think my brother gave me his old iphone mm-hmm. and that got me in the game right. and then i was i was once you win the apple game boy they got you i was like fuck them because it wasn't it wasn't really apple you know what i'm saying because you had to deal with at&t you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had been with AT&T, and I switched out on them. I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Fuck this whole that. shit. I had the BlackBerry, because uh-huh. that's when that's when you had a phone and a BlackBerry, because you ain't really, you know what I'm saying, had a, the phone plan on your BlackBerry. You just had your, your data plan. So when I bought my BlackBerry, it was a T-Mobile BlackBerry, but it just had the, um, it didn't have a phone. I didn't have, like, phone service on it. It was just, like, emails and shit like that. Okay. And so, but it had a number. Right, and then but um, you just didn't use it as a phone. Yeah, or didn't use activated? it as a phone. Didn't use it as a phone. I remember a lot of people had. You know what I'm saying? Because you had a, you had a BlackBerry and a phone, and then I was just like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna just turn my BlackBerry on to a phone and fuck AT and T, and that's what I did. Took a stand. Yep. Where'd you go? What you mean? Where I go? Where you go from AT and T? Where'd you go? I my my BlackBerry was already with T Mobile. Oh, I had so an AT and T phone and a T Mobile BlackBerry. I see. Left and went to T Mobile. Because remember, the Blackberries had dropped, right? The blueberries dropped, and I bought my blueberry from this nigga that used to work at Def Jam. Okay. So it was like, it was <laughs> like, like credit him? This I, nigga? I can't, I can't remember his name. Oh, my God. Shout See, out to I, In my mind, I think it's well, one person, nigga. but I don't think it was, I don't think that was him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because right. he, he looked like this other cat. You oh, know what I'm saying? Man. So I don't want to credit the wrong cat. Right. But he used to work at Def Jam, and he had the he had the plug on the BlackBerry. Okay, he's like, yo, yo, I got the blueberries, I got the blueberries. I'm like, right. oh, shit, let me is for the le- low. He's like, is it legit? He's like, yeah, it's legit. You just you know what I'm saying. Once you buy it from me, you just call it, have it turned on. Yeah, I like, all right, word. Mm-hmm. So I caught one from him. So it was with T-Mobile. I ain't really had no relationship with T-Mobile other right. than you know what I'm saying. This right. this I bought this BlackBerry, and that's where the service was at. Mm-hmm. So. After the after AT and T trip, I was like, "Fuck it," and went and um turned the blueberry on. And mm-hmm. How was that? That's what the shit. Tmo dot blackberry dot net. <laughs> I remember that shit. I had to delete a lot of that shit in oh <laughs> nine. <laughs> that shit was stacked. Tmo dot blackberry dot dot blackberry dot net. All of that old VZW. Yeah. Oh man. So, and man. then T-Mobile had the um that shit you was talking about. The sidekick? The sidekick. Yeah, that was there. They, they had the lock on the sidekick. That was there. That's kind of what kicked the door open for them. Just yeah. like Boost kind of really benefited from the chirp, even though yeah. what had the before Boost? Something was, the that Nextel was, had the chirp. Nextel, which turned into Sprint. Right. Yeah, Nextel chirp. Mm-hmm. I missed the chirp era. The chirp era was a different type of era. My homie, shout out to my man D, he used to have the, the chirp. That nigga used to love the chirp. It was just adult walkie talkies. Right. Air. <laughs> That's all it was. It was nothing else. Yeah, just, you had you had to be a certain age to enjoy the chirp. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't no grown motherfucker with the chirp in your pocket. <laughs> oh, nigga. Now the chirp had a moment though. The chirp had a summer, like the charger. You know what I mean? It was a few things where it was like, yo. You mean like the Dodge Charger? The Charger had a, you know. niggas who, no, who it did, but you know, you know when the Charger had its moment, though. The right, Charger right. had a fucking summer where it was like, nigga, everybody had a right. Charger. I think oh. Challenger came and took the over Challenger the came, all that shit. But, uh. <laughs> it's a nigga with a Charger right now fucking mad as so shit. Nigga, what? Other 
Nah, Fuck out of here. Nigga, this shit's still hot. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. I know how that feel, man. I had, a, I had Rick Ross slander my accord back in the day. Nigga, I wasn't fucking with him for 36 months. <laughs> slander my accord right when I got my lease. Nigga, I was so proud of myself. He shitted on it. <laughs> Not you personally. <laughs> Not, man, just, I took it personally. Just on the accord itself. Yeah, he didn't know we had beef. But, uh, yeah, man. Got to be ill, though. Some of the illest uh, silhouettes. If we miss the silhouette or if we ain't shout out a, a dope-ass cell phone, hit us in the comments, man. You know. Um, I see I got the people's responding to that Righteous Gemstones uh, recommendation. Shout out to Major Morris. She said she done binged it so crazy that she fell asleep at the job. You know, <laughs> salute you. And you just shot her whole name out. <laughs> and I said, Major. Hey. Major, I hope, hope she ain't uh, uh, in the military. <laughs> where that where it's really important for you to be alert. Huh. But uh, what else? Then I got a couple people hit me up about this, uh, the one tab challenge. Right. I've, been, I've been holding to it. It's It's been tough. You've been, been holding to it? I've been holding to it for the most part. I'll catch myself slipping. More often than not, what will happen is... I'll I'll be at a I'll be on one site like I, I was looking at um like flights and shit like that. You'll click on a flight and then it'll just open up a thing with the whole situation. So it wasn't like you called for that new tab. That's what happens. Right, a, Sometimes some tabs just be involuntarily yeah, opening up uh, and then you uh, just under open. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man. So that once you break the seal, you know what I mean. Now you got forty tabs open again. So I've been quick to like oh no 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 bing bing bing, and I feel like. You know, I'm just trying to be more on task. I think this is kind of helping the focus because it's like, you know, before you finish up and because the whole thing with the multiple tabs is now I'm hopscotching. Now I'm like, I bet let me I'm going to come back to that, but I'm going to leave that open because I'm coming back to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I might have four paragraphs left in this article rather than open another tab and lead them four paragraphs for three weeks. Let me get through <laughs> these four paragraphs, get to the end of the situation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the one tab challenge. If you're playing along, man, hashtag me, one tab challenge. Let me know if you out here, how's it going for you? Yeah, you know. It ain't going well for me. You ain't fucking with that? I, I mean, I, I didn't even try it. I already know. Um, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotta. I be multitasking per se. Yeah. That's what I want to call it. <laughs> right, right. That's the justification, yeah, man. I want to call it that. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Roe is Famous. He out there right. trying to survive in the one tab uh, world. No doubt. No doubt. Uh shit. What else is going on, man? They out here, they out here uh, slandering my homeboy. Your homeboy, for real, for my um, Antonio Brown? Yeah, man. Are they slandering him? Yeah, I yeah. I feel like he's winning. He is winning, but okay, they slandered the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? Who's they? Talk to me. The 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 people, the media, the Twitters, even on my Facebook, the people from Miami was like, "What the fuck is this thing?" Like when yeah. he was when he asked for a trade. Yeah. You know, Miami people was they was going in like we, we don't raise niggas like that and leave money on the table. Right? This nigga about to, you know what I'm saying? This nigga right. crazy. This right. you know what I'm saying? This nigga's a fool. This you know what I'm saying? It's just. Back to back to back. I was like, wait, hold up. And I don't, you know, I haven't been watching the NFL. Yeah. So I needed to catch up. I needed to figure out what was what. I needed to see what was the other side of this shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I started looking him up, you know what I'm saying? And then he had just dropped this video. Mm -hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? That would look like a Nike commercial and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this shit, this is dope. Oh, hold up, man. This nigga ain't as crazy as people trying to <laughs> make him seem. Nigga get with a nice little videographer, <laughs> get his shit together. I was like, hold up, let me go, let me go check this situation out. It was out. a leverage viral. Exactly. So so I, I started looking more into him and, you know, I, I did the, I had to start from scratch. You know what I'm saying? I, I Googled. What makes Antonio Brown so good? Right. You know what I'm saying? You had to go all the <laughs> yeah, way, 101. Go, yeah, I had to figure out what, what was this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at his stats like, yeah, this is good. I watched the, first, I watched his highlights, all okay. his highlights, career uh-huh. highlights. I'm like, oh, he out here getting it. He, uh-huh. oh, he, oh, he dope. Right. So then, all right, bang, bang, bang. And as I'm, I'm watching the, you know, the highlights, you know, something else happened. I'm on my phone now. I'm doing some shit. And you know how YouTube keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? After one video in, they start a new one. Right. And then the next video came up, and then I hear the dude come in like, um, you know, a brief history of the Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger beef. I'm right. like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. this is interesting. Right. So he started breaking it down of how, where their relationship with Pittsburgh kind of deteriorated. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, um, uh, SB SB yeah uh, site who did the video, but anyway, it was like uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger had this thing where he did radio interviews every week, right? You know what I'm saying? And during these interviews, he was known for throwing athletes his, under the bus, throwing his teammates under the bus. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like if he make a mistake, he, he known for kind of positioning it as if it was, you know, somebody's fault. Even if it was, it's like, damn. Right. So I'm like, oh, pause. You know SB Nation. Yeah, SB Nation. So I, so I had to pause because everything that has been, been, I've been hearing and I've been watching on the TV and listening to on the motherfucking clips and shit is how he's so selfish. And he's the, this was the worst display of sportsmanship in the history of NFL and you know what I'm saying? It's like he's just this villain. Like he, you know, he he he. And then you know, it kind of gets slavish out the wild too, because it's like he can't go over there and act like that with Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Right. Belichick don't play that. He keep mm-hmm. his niggas in line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Well, big whip. It's like this shit is getting kind of slavish. What's going right, on? Right, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So, so I go. I'm thinking, okay, now they're saying how he's selfish and he puts things out on social media and he can't stay off of Instagram and Instagram stories and he recorded the coach in the locker room and shit and all that shit. Then I go watch this video and it's talking about how Ben Roethlisberger is throwing cats under the bus, especially him at a certain point um, after this one particular play and started throwing him under the bus publicly. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's like, damn, dog, like you the quarterback of the fucking team. And then he had, in one case, he had a response like, well, I've earned the right to criticize my motherfucking teammates and shit. Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking privileged. You know what I'm saying? But you never hear that. Like in this conversation, when he used social media to get up out of Pittsburgh, you don't hear how Pittsburgh used social media. You know what I'm saying? Right. To drag his name through the mud. So for me, I was like, oh, I see how this shit work. You know what I'm saying? Because anytime you hear when a player, and it started with the decision with LeBron. Mm -hmm. That's when I started paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. When a guy busts his own move and don't use the proper channels to do it, you know what I'm saying? Then there's a big ass problem with that. You don't defer. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a big ass problem with that. And I'm like, how is everybody 100% against this dude for busting the move that he busts? And then I'm like, the shit was done so sweet, he couldn't have did the shit by himself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why ain't nobody talking about um, <clears throat> his agent? Matt's favorite coach. The, the cheating ass. Who, Belichick? <laughs> yeah, Belichick, cheating ass Belichick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because this shit was so smooth, it had to be a plan. See, Matt's from New England. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I'm sure he has a take on Belichick and his cheating ways. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? Cheating ways. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he, this is cheating. I think it was it was known that the Patriots had got, had offered a trade for him, so he figured if he can get released, he can get to the team he wants to be on. Right. Mm. I mean, the league is, has said they're not investigating. I'm ex like I was criticizing him before we got him, so right, I'm just happy to have him now. But many Pats but fans were doing the same. I don't know if I want him. Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I'm a, I don't know what our our salary cap situation is. Is it worth spending right. that much money? Yeah, whatever. You got it. They're trying to investigate this situation to see if it wasn't uh, collusion. No, some salty some salty fans were saying that it's, right. it feels like collusion, which yeah, I understand why. Been. I understand why it feels like that, but ultimately it's going to be impossible to prove. And right. the NFL right. is saying. No, we're not investigating that. Right. Just it worked. Right. It went. It plan worked. Right. So now no one's talking about that. They talking about him personally. Right. Because they can't attack that. They could attack him. Right. But uh, <clears throat> like I said, it, it just seems so sweet. Like you know what I mean. He wanted to go there in the beginning. Pittsburgh, like hell, no, nah, we not sending you that. We gonna send your ass out here where your career could die. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he like, I bet. Right. Kind of like Odell. Right. You know. But he like. Fuck it, then if you gonna you gonna see me out there. I got something for y'all. Mm -hmm. I won't never play for them motherfuckers. Right? You know what I'm saying? And executed his plan, and then ended up getting sent the way he wanted to go originally. And he committed well to the plan, cause like you, I'm a <clears throat> casual NFL fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One. I I didn't realize Antonio Brown had been playing for as long as he's been playing. Right. I thought he was fairly new. I didn't realize that. But, um, well, a couple things. You know, like, to that point where you, like, uh, who's, who the fuck I brought in? I You know, I thought he was, uh, like I said, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I didn't know a whole lot about him. So when I was introduced to him most recently, I guess I seen him on the shop. You know right. what I'm saying? Because they were like, they were, right. you know, the, the shop he was, is He was so, talking about that. Ben they were talking about, on the yeah. Shop. Well, he might, I think he said Ben one time, but he was doing a whole lot of old boy, you know, yeah, da, 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 da. Yeah. so I thought maybe it was the coach. You know what I mean? But what I like about the shop, it's interesting. The shop is really, the, the shop for the most part, you know, they got their little, they get Kevin Hart, Lil Nas X, Charlamagne, all that, but like, they really be about some player shit. Right. You know that's what I'm saying? What the, that's, that's what the whole shit is. Yeah, it's uninterrupted. It's the right. players really talking about the ins and outs from their own from, perspective, right. right? And I seen how passionate the cat was about it. Like, you know, he felt the way. Like, I saw, there's a, there's a, there's been a series of that. Like, you mm -hmm. seen that situation of the shop. You seen the um, Anthony Davis shit kind of right. play out a little bit right. on the shop. My other things, but like you know, it's like, it's like that's there where they go to air their shit, yeah, right? Yeah, because when you bust a move, the mainstream media is going to go ride against you. Right. Now, this is the thing. I think there's a lot of different things to it. Of course, black man having some agency in his career is always threatening 
to an organization that still uses the word owner frequently. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, we're going to be honest. Like, <laughs> right. no, let's be honest. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, this black man saying, nah, I want to do... Because what I appreciate, that's my point, what I, what I was most recently reintroduced after the shot was this whole shit going on with the helmet and all of this other shit. Mm -hmm. And people were like, yo, he's bugging out. Is he crazy? You know what I mean? And right. then when the shit went all the way through... <laughs> You like oh, this motherfucker's a diabolical, <laughs> diabolical. genius. Chris I'm like, Jenner level. That's what I, exactly. <laughs> that's what I fuck with you. Speaking of which, did you? We'll get back to. Uh, we'll talk about the. Uh, uh, no, but we'll talk about that in a second. Speaking of Jenners, did you see the Blake Griffin going in on Caitlyn for the Alec Baldwin boat? Uh, I did. I did. Okay. I anyway, did see it, but go ahead. Um. So anyway, so. I was like, oh, this this nigga pulled a caper. He pulled a serious so now, caper. Now everybody, now people are respectful. Now people are like, I don't now I don't trust him now. You know what I mean? Right, Before yeah. he used to be crazy. Right. Now he's a little too savvy. This nigga here too savvy, but this right. that We're but, gonna see if he holds up under the Belichick program. But I also feel like when you're a superstar athlete. You know what I mean? And we stay in particularly, like, maybe even football, but all of them. But, like, superstar athlete, you get coddled like a motherfucker. You the man. And, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously there's got to be a culture within the, the sport, but within the locker room, within the team, where it's like, you know, there's typically there's no I in team. It was us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We lost that game. It wasn't he lost that game or, you know what I mean? Like, typically from I, – I, I never really played organized sports like that, but mm -hmm. that's kind of the, the gist that I got. Like, they were all – we all in it together type shit. Right. So it's almost like when you start pointing fingers, that is a violation, right. I would imagine. But then what I also see is I noticed that uh, – you know, there's always been this trend this trend of when you're a good athlete, you're above it all. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to you don't have to uh you're above the law. You don't really have to deal in the ethics of it all or you know what I mean? Like if you do violate, they might they might, you know, apologize a little for you because you're a Big Ben. You already got two Super Bowl rings. You're the star quarterback. You were here with the franchise before Antonio Brown was here, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is your passive-aggressive way of getting, you know what I mean, asserting your power right. and also, like, putting motherfuckers on notice, right. which is some, some sucker shit. Right. You know but, what I mean? And, and you do it on the radio, blah, blah, blah. But the funny shit was at the end of this video uh -huh. where – they pointed out the last nuclear code mm -hmm. <laughs> was when um, somebody had tweeted about Ben's rape cases oh, yeah. and how he beat the rape cases and then Antonio Brown liked that shit. Yeah. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. that was petty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's petty as fuck, but you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you assert your uh, passive aggressiveness how about this for some passion? Yeah, let's and play all the way. We're gonna be pettied all the way out. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it also, when I saw that, that clip of. Uh, uh, ben Roethlisberger saying, you know, I, I think I earned the right, I think he said, right. I earned the right to be able to speak about people like this. Right. It's funny because I saw you. I saw recently Jerry Jones say the same shit right. about, I think, Dak or Ezekiel. Right. He was like, you say, yeah, man, but look, 
and he and he held his gaze, which was real yeah. ill. He was like. I think I'm entitled. Me and uh, Zeke got a relationship to where I could speak that way about, I could joke that way because I earned it. Right. And he held that shit like, challenge me if you want to, right. motherfucker. Because I own you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Ben don't own no motherfucking body. There was that. Ben was, ain't paid no cost to be the motherfucking boss. He got two rings. But he, yeah, that's, that's, that's and, circumstantial. And they prop him to be the man. Like it's, it's he is. He he's is. the man. So he is the man. If he the but, man, but if you supposed to be the man and the motherfucking leader, then you know what I'm saying. When they hold everybody like LeBron and all these other motherfuckers to leadership and all this right. shit, why they not holding this motherfucker to the same standards? Why he could go all and point fingers and shit when it don't go his way? Nah, it's you know a move. But but if if Antonio Brown kicked the water the Gatorade cooler over. Cause he mad, cause Ben, you know what I'm saying, made a bad play in his eyes. Well, why he the motherfucking villain then? Cause Ben was mad at him. I think there's a hierarchy of offenses. Unfortunately, I think at all of these places, you know what I mean. Like there's the top dog. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And if you're not the top dog, you go. Even if you killing shit, you're gonna feel away. Like right. I'm sure right. at, at at Golden State, as dope as KD was. If Steph had a problem, and that's why KD, and left. that's why KD left, right? But then you know what I mean, like wherever it LeBron is at, it's Steph house. wherever it's LeBron, LeBron is at, LeBron just got to LA. That's his house. But I mean, come that on. shit could be Cleveland right now. Yeah, that's his house. We don't want to hear from Lonzo. But when you hear when you hear LeBron calling niggas out, people pull him to the carpet by it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You should do. Use your leader. Da, 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 da. Take the blame. You know what I'm saying? But that's the other thing too. I also think too. That's also another culture that surrounds sports that I'm sure, you know, that always bugs me out. I'm glad that shit don't surround comedy. But sports, there's nothing but analysts that sit around and scrutinize right. what you did that's, wrong. That's their job. That's, they, that's a whole that's a industry. That's an industry of just you know Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Quarterbacks. That's talking about, <laughs> look, what he should have done. And the reason he's terrible, and the reason he don't deserve he is X the amount, worst. You know what I mean? All of that in all of sports, I've never, I've never historically. <laughs> if you look at his, you know, it is his, the most diabolical thing ever seen in the history. He is a of villain. All sports. What all of that shit is just to get viewers. Hey, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody want to hear no balanced. Nah. You know what? He dropped that pass, but you know what? His heart was in it. Right. You know, you could tell when he lined up at the line. He is finished. He, he is uh, washed. <laughs> Get him out of here. I heard he beats his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> just always. But they don't bring out that Ben shit, though. I heard he rapes girls. They bring, they bring it up here and there. They, they, it's whispers. They, they loud whispers. They like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas know. They call him Rapeless Burger. Like, they give him his... He razz him, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But it's, you know, you get another ring, you know what I'm saying? Go score 81. Right. But yeah. see, that's that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like how you say he the top dog, whatever, whatever. But then that whole team conversation is not in the conversation no more. No. You know what I'm saying? That's out the window now. That's for high school. You know what I'm saying? What's the pros, baby? We get to, money here. You know what I'm saying? He's selfish. He's da 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 da. This is a team sport. Right. There's 52 guys on this team. Right. Man, shut the fuck up. Because when it comes to certain people, y'all don't say shit when they right. do wild shit. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the coach saying doing wild shit, y'all don't say shit. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that true. Shit. You know what I mean? Speaking of, uh, I want to put this on some type of media thing, but I knew this was gonna be flipped like a sample. But speaking of AB, look at that shit. <laughs> See that video? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. So you, I'm sure if you if you've been on the internet in the last 48 hours, you've probably seen this meme. Well, not even a meme. This little video of these two little kids, one black kid, one white kid, and they're like in the middle of the street, like on the sidewalk. They're in the sidewalk of the city, and they running way far, and they run into each other, give each other a hug, and ah. And everybody's like, this is beautiful. And it's it's nice. It's good to see. <laughs> but it's I knew once I seen once that shit started moving through the little whatever you call that shit, the internet digestive system, I knew that was gonna be fodder for sampling. Yeah, but, but the uh, thing about that whole thing is when when I saw it They let and, their kids run too far. And when they when them kids was running that far, I yeah. was like, there are no black parents involved in the making of this video. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the little black boy was with a white man. I don't know where the little white boy came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when yeah, they yeah. turned the camera the other way, it was nothing but sidewalk. And he was he <laughs> was, was about out of there. thirty yards <laughs> out of there. Like he was about to run into traffic. Right. And that's some real shit because like when my kids were at schools with white kids, mm-hmm. White parents do let their kids, you know, go way down yeah. the block. You know, yeah. we like, hey, 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 uh, stay, stay with me. Somebody yeah. snatch your ass. You know what I'm saying? Listen, now, they, they run all the way to the corner on there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I see shit. it. Hey, man, okay. You always got to, you always. Then you got to explain to your kid, that's them. Because yeah. <laughs> I've seen kids like that, you always, you kind of got to find the parent. You're like, right. yo, who, who kid is this? <laughs> <laughs> who is this kid? Who is this kid with? Right. They parent be three blocks away. Like, oh, Jonathan. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, he's fine. He, yeah, he's fine. He you know, feel responsible he, for the kid. Like, he I knows gotta, where to stop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You, you know, know what the mean? black person. Like, hey, hold yo, on. Is, what's hold up, up? Hold up, Shorty. Hold up, Shorty. Are you lost? Where you going? Little kid, look at that nigga. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to stop saying nigga. I swear I said at least eleven times but, on the podcast. But with with that video with Tom Brady's head and Antonio Brown's head, that's the thing. See, they the Patriots playing that shit so smooth because he had the problems with Roethlisberger. Right now, Tom Brady comes out says, you know, he was down with the shit one million percent. Who said that? Tom was an analyst that said Tom Brady, when um, Belichick hit Tom Brady and said that the deal was going to go. Let's go with it. Tom Brady said 100%. Then he, he came back and replied again, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah, a million percent I'm mm-hmm. in. And then said if he needs somewhere to stay, he can stay at my house until he figures out his living well, look situation. Look at that. Look at that. So – that's how he's starting a relationship. But go ahead, Matt. Matt want to get to I mean, the I was mic. Just, I was going to say, like, yeah, he's actually, they're living together at the moment, was going to be my point. Uh, oh, so they, they are living together. Yeah, he's, like, they posted a picture today of the two of them. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how they started. And you know the Patriots and the Steelers are rivals. Arch enemies. <laughs> so that shit is that, the best yeah, revenge. That's the whole shit is we could have did this a long time ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it would have been done, but right. hey, you still gonna have to eat this poison because that's how Belichick do. Belichick don't lose. Motherfucker flat the balls. He do whatever the fuck. He plant the camera. See, spy. He got you, your whole playbook. Let me ask you this. Do you truly feel like, uh, or you think it's just a heel move? Do you truly feel like New England cheats? Or yes. You, you, <laughs> you're going with it? Yes, of course. 
<laughs> Look at I mean, everybody cheats, sick. though. Everybody cheats. Oh, okay. Like, sports. So is, is it when, cheating? If when, everybody you, cheat? when you get to championships and shit, it's not easy to win a championship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's not no easy shit so to do. So you say everybody cheats? I'm that's saying a, it, takes, it takes a lot of motherfucking moving and grooving to, to win championships. And just like the dude who who uh, undercut, um, um, what's the nigga name at the Clippers now? Ka- Kawhi and hurt his ankle. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Just like you know, what I'm saying everybody do their little things and have they people who do their little things. Uh-huh. Just like when the Spurs won against Miami, when the air conditioning suddenly didn't work. <laughs> yeah, you feel like it's some corruption in yeah, every championship. Come on, man. You 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 gotta have your playbook together, not just on the court. You got a you got a dossier on every other nigga on the other team. Right. All right, LeBron get cramps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My man right here fuck LeBron mama. Okay. This, this motherfucker right here gambles. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Steph, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got his whatever he got. Right. KD got whatever he got. Yeah. It's a dossier. And 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 they trying to exploit all that shit. That ain't going to never be said on the ESPN, mm-hmm. but this the conversation. There you go. And it's just speculation, but <coughs> It ain't easy to win no championships. So everybody uses whatever leverage they could get mm-hmm. to win. That's why, you know what I'm saying? That's why motherfuckers get busted every year at the Super Bowl with prostitutes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit ain't. This like shit, clockwork. Like clockwork. Like, come on, you ain't figured that trick out yet? Mm. They sending them at you, bruh. <laughs> you know they saying? might as well have on jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what the fuck? Shit. That's why I tell you I have to go to bed, man. Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's the simple shit. Niggas don't want to do nah, it. Nah, they don't yeah. want to do it. It's like every every star, every, you know what I'm saying, yeah. important player, they had a Achilles heel. Yeah. And, you know, it's people's job to figure that out yeah. and attack that shit. Right. So, because that little edge, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. those – Four points that you might would have got if you know what I'm saying. You weren't thinking about some other shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's now not on the board, and that could cause that could be the difference in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if this motherfucker missed this kick, you know what I'm saying? It's over for all of us. You know this whole mean? shit was exactly. a wash. So it's like you know you you it would behoove you as a you know what I'm saying. You trying to win a chip to have your people in place to understand what you're dealing with on yeah. the other side of the ball. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, it gets devious. Yeah, it gets, it gets devious. devious. Uh, speaking of devious, you want to do a quick power recap before we send these folks home? The telenovela known as Power. Why you calling it a telenovela, man? Talk this to shit me. is like the stories, man. You know what I'm saying? This shit is so. Well, did you real? Did you hear? Because this is what I just realized. It is. It's funny that they even calling this the final season. Mm-hmm. 48 hours after the final episode, Power Book 2 starts. <laughs> so it is. A, that? I guess it's like wherever the, the next generation or the prequel, 50 was doing interviews today. He was like, yo, he said, um, you know, the show's not really stopping. Right. Shit is like the, the Trump re- administration. Reboot. Yeah, this shit coming back. So they said after about 48 hours after the finale, or is it Power the, the, Book Two? So it's a different show. Not- it's a different show. Mary J. Blige is in the show. <laughs> I don't know who. Why he laugh at Mary? 
Mary Elliott get got to it. Got an Oscar nomination. She had an Oscar nomination, and then she was yeah. in that other one, the Umbrella Academy. I heard she was good in that. Yeah, Mary, Mary, Mary has cleaned up her shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mary is professional about her shit, and she's moving forward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so, but, but, God, but, but on this particular episode, yeah, I'm gonna start by saying I feel like Fifty did a great job directing. Yo, he killed you know that saying? shit. He killed. So, he opened up strong. He said when he got to the interview, he's like, "I put three movies in that shit." You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot of nice right. little set pieces. That first, that little shootout in the beginning, right? That was fire. The sex scene, the sex was crazy. Scene, that shit was crazy. That was a little. That was a little. Uh, that might have been the first. Yeah. They're going. They're going <laughs> all the way. That was better than you know what I'm saying. The man with Lala. That's you know what I'm saying. Like this, shit. this shit was X video. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? So I I wanna start by saying Fifty did a great job with it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Where the storyline is going in some cases a little yeah, yeah. Like like him sending ghost and that to kidnap a motherfucker out of federal custody fucking again. Who they do that again? Lobos, with? that's how they killed Lobos. Oh, they okay. stole them, you know what I'm saying, between here and there on federal custody transport. They be real <laughs> Mayberry <laughs> with it in the middle of New York City. How you gonna just you know what I'm saying? Fucking El Chapo the shit out of Shorty. Right. Nobody. First of all, Ghost, James St. Patrick is now everybody's on everybody's radar. This nigga just show up with a hat on. That's that is disguise. In a plumber uniform? <laughs> a hat on and a Carhartt jacket? Come on, B. Fuck out of here. That was that was what I was all like. Alright, you y'all the EMTs, but ain't she a federal fucking in federal custody and no fucking police ride in the EMT with y'all? They just let y'all go they up just in let there? Y'all, they just gonna follow y'all? Come on, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had some thorough EMT outfits, though. They went hard. That was Halloween approved. Okay. All good. What the fuck was James St. Patrick's plan? He ended up buying his motherfucker self. What was his plan? I don't even know. His plan, was his plan to do the same thing, to bring her back to home? Yeah, but how he was gonna get her? He ain't had no drugs. He ain't had nobody on the inside. It was just him. In a fucking, he was gonna snatch it in the elevator. He was gonna, gonna make the elevator break down. He was gonna make the elevator break. I don't even know. He what gonna snatch it up with all them cameras with his fucking face. That was weird. Come on, B. That was weird. All right, so that that you didn't like that. What else? So let's let's get into it. Uh, shit. I don't like that Tariq getting set up right now. Seem to be. Who we getting set up by? She like the girl is a police. You think she police? Yeah, she asked too many fucking questions. Who's your connect? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When you gonna have more? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that it? You know, so that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. He doing too much with that fucking diamond plug chain. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck out of here, nigga. You choked. On a diamond plug chain, trying to be discreet about your 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 drug he, solicitation. He went from low key to I'm out here. Yeah. I'm the man around here. Nino Brown. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's interesting. Tommy bringing Keisha in the spot just to that was cool, take man. her on tour. That was like when this is, these are my drugs. That's just, that's like when motherfucker bring his girl to the barbershop. You know what I mean? That was just highly unnecessary. Nigga, we ain't need to see all that. Right. But you know, he it kind of paid off because he he had her help with the caper right. and empowered her because now she's been in the mix. Right. Just the second time that he kind of let her get it off and get in there. Right. And slowly but surely, she's into the game. Right. You know what I mean? She's like, yo, don't even worry about Tasha. I could do this shit without her. Whereas seasons okay. ago, 
she was highly she wasn't fucking with no parts of that shit. Now right. she all in. I think that's gonna take a tragic Now she all turn. in her all in, got her kid all in. Like, what about me and the kid? Like, that ain't time What's the kid. kid doing? What you got the kid? No, she was just like, you know what I'm saying? Her kid is right there living with her, but oh, she yeah. got Tommy there. This nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Goes out to kill him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She like, I'm not going nowhere. Me and what the little boy name? Cash. We, me and Cash gonna stay. We here. We down. Yeah. Cash like shit, I ain't signed up for this shit. Cash is like, yo, who is this dude? <laughs> who the, the fuck, fuck is, is your this? boy? Yeah, what's going on here? So that's a little- We looking like, Cash, who are you? And and believe me, shit like that happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I've seen it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like that is- it's, Yeah, it's part of the game. That's not out the way. You know what I'm saying? It happens. But it's just happening so fast and against her character. You know what I'm saying? For somebody that was always- Against it, that done fell out all the way out with her best friend about it. Mm-hmm. To be all in now is a little strange. Mm. I hate to see my black guy get shot up, go out. I forget brother man name. Brother, oh, the police. Brother Fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother Fed. Shout out to brother Fed. Brother Fed you know got saying? rocked after after he done Wrestling. did all of that for the dude's daughter. Right. He done did all of this display of <laughs> protection, protection, and and gymnastics. And uh, you know, caught a bullet in his head yeah, and man. told he was a bitch ass nigga <laughs> as he's getting oh, shot. Bitch ass nigga, ain't nobody actually do that shit. <laughs> blah blah blah. Damn, Dre, you 50, fucking ungrateful motherfucker. Fifty did a good job, man, because the blood on the baby, that shit was that's yeah, just, that was that's, supposed to make you be like, oh, it was like, oh, it's like that's fucked up, Dre. Yeah. <laughs> but that was just a nice touch. But the baby was like, this wasn't the first time she had blood on her face. She was like, ah, come on, Dre. The baby, sure, though. Huh? She don't know. No, she but just the, experiencing life as it's coming. And baby looked like she didn't wash some blood off her face before. Like, come on, Dre, I told you. Hold me on the other shoulder. Bitch we gonna kill nigga. her nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. Damn. <laughs> oh, after you did all of that. Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen. Shit, I left you and your, your baby. Sitting in there, you know what I'm saying? Shit, <laughs> motherfucker. That shit. That shit uh, I can't think of anything else. I hey, but but the after show. Let's talk about the after show. I don't watch the after show. The you said confidential. You watch it. No, I never you told you that. With, with Terrence J. No, you know, watch I don't watch that shit. Do you watch it? Yeah, we watching that shit. Shout out to that. That shit's so fucking funny because Terrence J. be looking like he at the disco. And then we have like a shiny on. shirt with a big ass chain on. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? You, ain't you the host, Terrence? What's that shit. He trying to, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's, even 50 being a suit and shit. This uh-huh. nigga got on a disco shirt, uh-huh. button down and shit. Uh-huh. Like, where is Terrence? What they do on after show? They, they, just, they talk. It's like a produced. It's, I, I mean, they could take it back to really the it's regular like a kickback way. or some shit. Do yeah, they talk like a, about the actual episode? Yeah, they talk about the episode. Okay. But they, they do it in a, in a very. It's, more produced than it used to be. And again, it's on a set. Uh-huh. Terrence J got on the disco outfit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, it's like the at the soul train. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, it's right. like soul power. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas is dancing in the background. <laughs> they they should be. DJ. That's what it looked like it should be, the it, way he yeah, dressed. It felt more like a party than anything. But I, it's not. It's Three people, four people sitting down. It's just the way he dressed, okay. make it look like a, he look like he on a flyer. He look like he on a flyer. I never watched that. <laughs> like it's like like a fake ass Trey songs on the flyer oh, and shit. Oh man! But you know what I'm saying? They it's he. It's just that he way too dressy to take serious. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it almost ends up as comedy. Like we all, me and my wife always end up laughing at this, whatever the <laughs> fuck going on, cause he got on all this shit. It's like James Lipton on some real fly shit. Yeah, like it's like, like uh, motherfucking like, like um, Don Cornelius and shit, but like uh-huh. he at the club. Like Don Cornelius right. was at the club, so he had on the disco suit. It's a music thing. You know what I'm saying? He had on a disco suit with bell bottoms and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Afro collars popped out. I'm gonna check one of them out, see what it's about. I mean, stay there on the demand. Just hit that shit. That shit is funny. How long do they go for? About an hour, half an hour? Nah, nah, they go about 15 minutes. Oh, wow, that's not At too the bad. Let me just ask questions about the yeah. episode and shit. Yeah. Um, 50 be Courtney on, the, on there or no? Nah, they always go to Courtney via satellite. Oh, okay. So Courtney always wanna make it look like she working. Cause that's her shit. No, 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 but I mean, it's- it's That's good branding. It's very good branding. It's like, look, I'm not for all of the bullshit. I'm here getting these scripts together at all times. Let's get this paper. And the the thing is, I'm really not a big fan of the after show show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a a fan of, okay, let's look a little deeper into it. Right. With the writer, showrunner, whoever the fuck, baby, 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 who could give me some real, because at this point, you're looking for information. Right. You're not looking for insight. You know, it's not going to be as entertaining as the show, so, you know what I'm saying? Let's stop it. Let's just give me the the bare bones, what the fuck was you thinking, what the shit was about. It's like when Insecure went to an after show. Insecure has an after show where oh. that shit is really, you know what I'm saying? It's like a kickback. They This this season, they was by the pool and yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember you that. know what I'm saying? Three motherfuckers outside in LA by the pool. Yeah. I don't need all this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just give me the, the, you know what I'm saying? Give me some brass tacks. We keep Because it feels more like content than actual a supplement. But see, it's supposed to be content. And, it, and it's like, I but, understand it because in my career, right? Mm-hmm. The type of content you do when you're doing branded content, it's like, okay, this shit good enough to be TV, but not ye, not ye all the way good enough. Right. So it's like stuck in some content purgatory. Right. You know what I'm saying? So these after shows, they are they are snazzy produced, but they not good enough to really be their own show. Right. So it turns into like, eh, okay, we ain't had to do all this. Yeah, it looked unnecessary. Right. Because it is. It's a different vibe. It's not a supplement. It's not like you said. Like it's not like the people that really worked on it that's saying the reason behind this scene. I mean, it is, but you got all this shit around. It's it. too much other shit. Right. You yes. could just went on here and you know what I'm saying. Like how where it seemed like uh, Courtney was like I don't need to do all that shit. Just you know what I'm saying. Shoot me in my fucking office. Right. And, you know what I'm saying. She give you the shit you need to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you go back to the set. Now nah, we're back on the set. Let's play this game. Right. Nigga, we're not here to play games. Oh, they playing games. Yeah, they play a game. Let's What's go game? Let's go to the people on the street. You know what I'm saying? They had the, the intro contest they, and they shit. They trying to get a shot. You know, that's like, a budget move. Yeah, it's definitely a budget move, <laughs> but it's done in a way that's good, but it's too good for after show content, but not good enough for its own thing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's somewhat stuck in the middle. Interesting. And I think it's it's in the right direction. I just think some something need to change in that after show shit. You know, I was actually thinking about that. I didn't watch the after show, but I was actually thinking to myself, and it might not even been particularly for power. It could have been for power and or snowfall. But I was like, I ain't never seen the after show snowfall. No, what I'm saying, I wasn't even talking about the after show. I'm talking about previews. No, like recaps. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of uh, I don't know a lot of people. Uh, like a, a big industry started 
off the strength of recaps. A lot of people made big money. You know, they recaps turned into the after show type right. of thing, right? Like, I'm watching the um, on Netflix. They, you know, they do the the '90s, the '80s, the whatever. So they got the 2000s on. They, then the first episode they was talking about TV, mm-hmm. and they had Alan Sepinwall on there. Alan Sepinwall, I guess now he works for Rolling Stone. I don't know if he worked for Rolling Stone beforehand, but I used to always read his recaps mm-hmm. for Mad Men. The shits like Mad Men would come on, whatever, 9 p.m. on Sunday. His recap would probably be out by that midnight. Right. And he have like a little lead in line and make a joke based on the last episode. It's probably about thousand words on whatever, whatever. Well done, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This then maybe this was because of that. And if you notice this, like nerd it out. You right. know what I'm saying? Cause right. that's that if you the person that's going to the supplement right. material, mm-hmm. you've crossed the threshold to where you ready to nerd out. Let's right. get all the way in there. Right. And to your point, found it feels like this is a little bit more fly. Yeah, and see, I think if you took away the people who worked on the show, like 50 and the actors, right. and you know what I'm saying, and you somebody who's just somebody who watched this shit and about to break this bitch down, right. that shit might be more entertaining. Cause, Absolutely. Because that's what you go to Twitter for, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So to watch, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you could get 50 in there saying that, but that could be real quick, just about the show, just about the characters, just about him directing. I don't need to play the, you know what I'm saying, right. the Get Rich Town fucking power theme song challenge with them and all. I don't need all that. Right. I want the shit that's going to entertain me now after the show is you know the talk around it mm-hmm. and the motherfucking review and the critic criticism. Yeah. But what I was yeah, to that point, I don't know if there is one if there's a good funny funny or good Somebody out there that's doing a power recap each week or mm-hmm. even a snowfall recap this week, right. each week, let me know. Because I always like, a lot of motherfuckers have come up. Shout out to, um, shout out to all of the like writers, personalities, comics, and shit like that that have kind of established a nice bit of a platform mm-hmm. off the strength of their recaps. Right. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a lane that I don't know if a lot of people, uh, I don't want to say celebrate, but, uh, like point out, say yo, that shit. It might have, it might have, it might have merged into this now. Yeah, no, it, talk back after right. show type of thing. But there was a lot of just in the written form. Yeah, there's a is. lot of cats getting, you know, building their byline up and building their name up just yeah. off of their breakdowns, and they be funny than a yeah. motherfucker. And then, so, and then you had a lot of Game of Thrones recap people Game of on YouTube, on YouTube, but they be mostly like they break them shits all the way down. That's and what I'm then saying. you had, you even had like. And I didn't know about it, but I I came across it reading um content news somewhere. Right. And um they had a whole a whole group of guys that came up off of Game of Thrones doing the Gay of Thrones, like right. the gay the gay recap of right, the Game right. of Thrones. Flipping and shit. it. You know what I'm saying? So yes, yeah, definitely a cottage industry it's a whole in recaps. But I think the actual show recaps on after show recaps could use that infusion of uh authenticity. Right. Or like se. critique, like they study. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if there's anybody out there doing something for Power or Snowfall in particular, let me know. Hit me to it because it's probably somebody out there putting up some good content that I haven't gotten to yet. Right. Um. Speaking of which, before we get out of here, I mean, Snowfall was a bit of a doozy, but I got a yeah. question. Is, yeah. Was that a dream sequence? I doubt that was dream. I don't know. I don't know. Snowfall be having my head hurt, man. 
Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, cause you be too, I be too invested. Like you know what I'm saying? I be there. I be in 1984 California West Side. I be right in the middle of that shit. So, so West Side, you know Dub C. Yeah, is, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's <laughs> dialect coach. That's Dub C is the dialect coach for the British dude who plays Franklin. That shit blew my whole fucking shit. Oh, you didn't know he was British? Nah, I mean, I knew he was British, but I had never heard him talk. Uh -huh. But when he did the shit and then said Dub C was his fucking coach. Which is dope. Dub C as a dialect coach is fucking that, hilarious. That is the American dream. That, that is, is hip hop. That's you know what I'm saying? Come up. It's like, but the, the the thing that I like what dude did, I don't even know his real name. I'd have used MC8. Uh, um, the thing, damnness. but MC8 from Compton. Right, right, so right. they needed a West Side cat. Okay, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? So. The, the thing that I liked that he did was that he went back and forth between his regular voice yeah. and his imitation of Dub C. Right. That shit was dope. Yeah. And that that lets you really hear the California shit in him. You know what I'm saying? Now he go hard. Yeah, that shit was dope. Speaking of which, I saw this one clip where they was on Sway in the Morning. They were saying they had a better show than Game of Thrones. Did you see that shit? Who had a better show than Game of Thrones? Uh, Snowfall. They were like, yo. I mean, they, pers it, to, to my personal degree, yes. You, you, but in real life, no. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? On the strength, because I fuck with them, I'm going to say yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying. being honest. No, as a personal, my relationship to it is definitely a lot stronger than Game of Thrones because, you know what I'm saying, that's that's us. That's I, That's yeah, my era. You feel seen. You know what I'm saying? You 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 understand that shit, and, the, and I respect this little shit that they do to let you know they really do this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, but you know, production wise and all that shit. Come on, man, brother. They said uh, <laughs> they said this uh, this season three finale is so crazy because that's what they were basing it on. This was mm -hmm. a few weeks ago too. Mm -hmm. This is like when it first came out. Game of Thrones might have still been on the air. Like they might have mm -hmm. or they might have just they. You know what the the news was like. Game of Thrones finale might have just happened. So like you right. know. It was in the topics and it was kind of in summation type shit. Like this was the last big boy show, you know uh -huh. what I mean? They were like, yeah, I shit better than that. And uh, in a way I mean, that it was- it probably could be better than and, the last yeah. season of Game And of they Thrones. were like, uh, but more importantly, they were, they they uh, they teased this season three finale saying it's so crazy. And off the, la off the strength of these last two episodes, mm -hmm. if they feel like the season three finale is crazy, I take their word for it, because right. these last two episodes were stupid. Right, I mean, the, the two things that I did learn yeah. this week, and I, I knew I see his name, but you know, I didn't really put it two and two together. When you find out Dub C was the dialect coach uh -huh. and that Walter Mosley was yeah. the consultant on it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? With his whole shit with, with Star Trek, getting he had to, he resigned from Star Trek because he was in the writer, writer's room for Star Trek and he said nigga uh -huh. in the writer's room uh -huh. in relation to a story he was telling about uh, something the police had said in, uh -huh. in LA or something. And somebody went to, to HR and snitched. Hilarious. And said this black guy saying nigga in the This black guy, Walter fucking Mosley. You know what I'm saying? The little niggerish nigga in the game said nigga in the writer's room. And they were like, well, you can't say that, da 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 da, blah blah blah. He resigned from the shit, walked away. I, I was like, yeah, listen, brother, as long as you don't resign from Snowfall, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say nigga in the sleep, I think you can do it there. Cause, Cause it's like, for real, for real. Uh -huh. And I really didn't, I, don't, I didn't know much about Walter Mosley. I had to go look it up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to know that he did Devil in the Blue Dress, right? Yeah. Which 
and going into it, I thought would be like I thought it was some white movie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I thought it was like you know what I mean. Yeah. I I didn't know what it was about. I know Denzel was in it. Right. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. But as as you know, in one direction that movie was that shit really touched on a lot of black shit with real authenticity as well. Oh, Walt was a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like when. I didn't read the book, but in the movie, just like the character Denzel played as that black man that lives in that house mm-hmm. that's always cutting his grass and mm-hmm. shit. Guy, you know he blue collar, but you know keep his shit together. Mm-hmm. Like that's a a role you don't really ever see on TV, but that's a real black neighborhood role. You know, to that point, well, two things. One, if you want to learn more about Walter Mosley, because I'd known mm-hmm. about Devil in the Blue Dress. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the book all like that. I don't even think I've seen the movie. I know mm-hmm. Cheadle and uh, Denzel. I might have seen some of it. I know, But I know he's a beast. But most recently, he did a he did the Jamel Hill podcast mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Just if you want to see the type of motherfucker he on, like type uh-huh. of shit he is, you should listen to it, because right. he's, he's official. But um, the other thing... Man, what did you just say? You said the um Denzel, that character, black man in that neighborhood. Ah, nigga. I fucking forgot. It was something about Walter Mosley. It's too late. But <laughs> Shit anyway, is gone, but go ahead. Also, go ahead. Don Cheeto. That's what I was getting to. Don yeah. Cheeto in that movie uh-huh. was that cousin that you motherfucking know. Yeah. Denzel, as pulled together as he was, he worked his job. He was mouse, right? Yeah, mouse. Had uh-huh. his little house, kept his yard clean. Right. When shit got thick. He had to call his cousin Mouse from New Orleans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mouse had that one gold tooth. Yeah. And he came through and laid shit down for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that surprised me in that movie because I didn't think it was, I didn't know nothing about it. I didn't know it was going to go in that direction. Right. But the way that Don Cheadle Thanks played. Thanks for spoiling it for me, bro. Fuck out of here. You want to watch told, shit? That I shit mean, like 19, that shit from 1986. I nigga. clearly said, you know, I ain't seen the whole movie. Man, you just said, here come the spoiler of spoilers. You done walked through the whole power. It's all good. You know, we walked through the I mean, I say, man, I say thank you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Don Tito played a good role, and it was a very relatable role. Yeah. So Walter Mosley and John Singleton together is like, oh. Well, that was the point. That's why Snowfall is so dope. That was the point I wanted to make. So I was watching. Uh, um, have you watched any of the the Wu Tang? Uh, Not yet. I got it queued up. It's on one of my tabs. I fucks with it. And, um, I like it. <laughs> I like it, but I like it. It's different. This is the thing. I like it. I was telling my homie, shout out to Duke. I was talking to him about this shit because it's like. It. I guess it's like the origin story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like everything isn't <clears throat> based on what you know about the Wu. It's kind of like how they were living prior to it, and you know, you know, like it's a full on, it's like a full on like family story. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, like after school special. No, nah, it's not after school special. <laughs> it's not after school special. It's got a little elements in it where it's like the entire family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, they get it cracking in there. But it's like it's. I was telling my homie, I was like, yo, it's a good thing that I know that they're going to be Wu-Tang because this is shit, is, <laughs> it feel like good times a little bit. Right, right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like the wire type shit. Like not as as raw, but I, I appreciate that they fleshing out. That they get out. <laughs> yeah, that they not all locked in the studio and they not in their personas every time. Like they're, this is Bobby, this is Dennis. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like this is before they ghost face. You know what I mean? And it's just like them living 
in the world that they doing a lot of the shit that lays the foundation. Mm-hmm. And supposedly a lot of the shit is real, but there's things that happen in that shit that you like, oh shit, nigga, I didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how I went down. You know what I mean? Right. So, but uh, yeah, I like it, man. It is, is what the point was, to that point they had uh, on the Breakfast Club, they had, they had a few people, but they had, they had the kid Shamik on there, but then they had the RZA, Erica Alexander, who plays uh, RZA's moms and the kid Ashton? She plays my mama. She right, was, she was the fine black girl on right. single. No, but show check this out. So, but that was her point. She was like, you know, as we get into these new generations, it's like there's a lot of black people telling their own stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For years and years, it was just like white people telling their stories or the how they saw you know black people. But now it's like with these biopics and things like that and all of the like the source material that they have to draw upon you know what i mean even mm-hmm. if we just say in the last 20 30 years there's way more black stories coming about with mad nuance because it's black people telling their own stories mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you're going to start seeing more of the like oh yeah now nah, they got that right you know what right. i'm saying like the walter mosley's in the room and whomever whomever that were like they were there they was they were you know what i mean like they was in the building, you know what I'm saying? And no, 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 you said that wrong. Say it like this. This was the slang that they used to say. I cut that out because that shit wasn't around at that point, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to be, we got the historians and we got the, you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's going to be cool to, you know, look forward to that shit. Right up. So anyway, uh, speaking about looking forward, where you going to be this week? I'm gonna be here, man. I'm gonna be right in Brooklyn. Yeah. Word up. Shout outs to Brooklyn. There you go. Casting over two times, Fabo. So Brooklyn. You seen uh, <laughs> who you you been listening to some of them them uh those verses? The So Brooklyn challenge? I just saw the main shit. I just saw the main shit today. Cause when the he, video just dropped today. Was it today? Yeah, I think he so. He posted that shit so long ago. They posted a teaser, I, yeah. The video I forgot I think about that shit. He posted a teaser about two weeks ago. Yeah. I forgot, and then I just saw something pop up. I clicked on it, yeah. watched that shit today. They did that. They had the so you know so many channels said the so Brooklyn channels, Fab Verse, and I think Mano did a John. I forget who else. A few cats did it. Then I seen like you know other cities. So I saw the So Philly challenge. They shout out to Chill Moody because he put some shit up. That nigga got busy. Word. So yeah, shout out to that man. He got busy. Five grand. He got busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's like you know the the these challenges. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, opening yeah. up motherfuckers to to get their shit off. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to tell you that one tab challenge is the future. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway you, know you catch mean? me on the ground, man. Shit, motherfucker, Twitter. Mr. Muhammad, at Mr. Muhammad. All right, well, that's what it is. I'll be at Eastville Comedy Club this entire weekend, Thursday through uh, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday come through. And uh, shit. And I'll also be at the stand on the 22nd uh, for Smokes and Jokes. That should be cool. And uh, shit, I told y'all I'll be at the Borgata at the end of the month. So y'all check that out. And until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. to be in the conversation.